friends of the pod. It is Mary. We are back. Welcome to episode 188 of your favorite weekly anime podcast, Anime Double Play. I know the timing's a little weird on this one. It is a Wednesday. We didn't do anything last week. I'm going to tell you the tale. Uh, So I'm just going to start telling you the tale. We didn't record on Thursday because it was our birthday. Happy birthday. Not of the podcast, just of our in real life. Um, So I went out with some friends. Thomas went out with his girlfriend. It was all beautiful. And then we were planning on recording on Saturday, Saturday at 10, we said, which I thought was a bummer because then I had to get up. But Friday, Thomas calls me and says, hey, I've watched nothing. Okay. All good, Thomas. Um, Want to record on Monday then? We have off on Monday. We can do whenever. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch everything by Monday. I'm like, okay. So we didn't record on Monday. We didn't record last week. Now here we are. I can't record tomorrow because I have to pick up my wedding dress, which is crazy. And then this weekend... Thomas is away with Mikey G for his bachelor party. Again, wedding stuff. My life is moving very fast and I am very nervous. But I said, Thomas, look, we've got stuff going on. This is a big event in both of our lives. People will have to understand that there's some give and take here. I've watched everything. I keep track of the anime world. I will do a solo bolo. So you're Solo is about to get boloed. Welcome to the Mary-centric episode of Anime Double Play. I feel like it's been a while since I've done an episode myself. Because I've got neighbors, you know, I can call Ganon. I'm soon going to have a live-in. I'm going to have Mike soon. I'll have options. But I didn't ask anyone. I feel like I haven't done one by myself in a while. I have some stuff I want to talk about that sometimes I can't talk about with Thomas. Not like weird, just... You know, like, now I can talk about Fruits Basket in detail. Now I can talk about Mashiro to Oto in detail. Like, I've got stuff to say. So, I'm going to say it. I hope you all bear with me as I talk to myself. One of my favorite things about working from home is that I can talk to myself out loud. I can read things out loud. I can hear myself say things and figure things out, I think, in a better way. So, I've been trained for the last year in quarantine of talking to myself. And I hope you all enjoy what happens now. Um, so how do we usually start this, right? Weeklies. Oh, no. What do we do this week? How was your week, Mary? Yeah, my week was good. Um, long weekend. We had horrible weather here. It was cold and rainy. And it wasn't cold like cold for May. Like you would walk outside and you could see your breath. It was that cold. So total bummer. But I mean, oh, no. Who cares about the weather if you're as long as you're not working, right? So it was really nice not to work. Got a lot of that wedding stuff done. I won't bore you guys with that, but we are 17 days away, question mark. I don't actually keep track. There's this thing on my phone that tells me it's it's getting close. So uh yeah, 17 days away. Very weird. And I'm not gonna be on the pod for a while. Uh I'll definitely do next week. Probably not the week after. Oh, no. Oh, guys, it's so close. I might only be able to do one more pod until I'm married. That's very scary. And I'm going to be gone for a while because we're away for two weeks and then I have to move Mike in. 
poor Thomas. What is he going to do? What's he going to do without my editing skills? I'm sure I'll still end up editing the podcast, but I might not. I might. I'm definitely when I'm on my honeymoon, I probably won't watch anything, which is a kind of I mean, the honeymoon's not a bummer, right? It's kind of a bummer because it's going to be all the finales, right? We're about eight, nine episodes into each season. So I'm just going to miss the ends of everything. But the good thing about media is that it will be waiting for me when I return. So I'll have a lot of catching up to do. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of that stuff done over the weekend. And then last night I played Final Fantasy VIII and I'm right at the final boss and I played the boss for two hours and then died. It's four forms. It's so hard. I had a good like system going. I had my rhythm and then I died on a fluke. And I just stopped the stream, and I went to bed, and it was really sad. And I really want to beat this game before I take my break, because I don't want to come back and have to continue playing Final Fantasy VIII. This girl wants to play ten so bad, so we just have to wait that out. I gotta win. I gotta win, guys. Squally Poo's gotta get his ending. But I digress. I think that's all I did this week. Let me grab my phone. And just do a quick check. Uh, I got Korean fried chicken. That was really good. Kind of. It's Asian inspired. So I guess it could go for the podcast. Um, Oh. Mike. We moved a lot of Mike's furniture in. And he has these big bookshelves. I posted them in the Discord. And that's my project. I'm going to take my manga. My novels. His stuff. His board games. Both our CDs and video games. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm. I should have majored in bookshelf design in college. I love figuring things out on bookshelf. So I will keep you all updated on that. That's my little passion project, and I'm very excited for it. So, yeah. Now we can get into the weeklies. Let me pull up my list. Uh, just watch those this morning. Yeah, I've been watching my. I've been waking up early. I have to wake up earlier for work now because we do summer hours. So I get out of work at one o'clock on Fridays if I work an extra hour every day from Monday through Thursday. So, and when I say I get out at one o'clock on Fridays, I try to get out at one. I usually don't get out till two, two thirty. but an early Friday is an early Friday. So I've been waking up early to work from eight to five thirty instead of eight thirty to five. And to wake up in bed, I've been watching an- watching my anime in the morning instead of on my lunch breaks because I've been running on my lunch breaks because I gotta be skinny for the wedding. My life's crazy. But, okay, where do we want to start? I just watched Megalobox today. So I watched Megalobox and Odd Taxi today. With the holiday, I was all thrown off. I usually watch them on the days they come out. But Megalobox, man, Thomas is still not caught up in Megalobox. What the hell is wrong with him? It's, it's good. It's good. It's good in a different way now. Um, because now if you, the late game, right? We're on episode eight or nine. Now it feels like I'm watching Megalobox. This is very similar to the first season. We've got our characters back. We've got our setting back, our vibe Everything is very familiar, and I'm down with that. It's super fun. It's super interesting. I love the characters. Every time Joe speaks, I crumble a little. Like, he's such a nice guy. But the beginning of this season, I thought, 
was better. I thought it really stood out. I thought it was phenomenal. It was so different and it was unexpected and it was exciting. It wasn't necessarily innovative. It was kind of predictable. You knew what was going to happen, but it just still, it just felt so new that I was at the edge of every Every week, I was like, oh, I got to watch Megalobox. Where's Megalobox? It was the first thing I was looking forward to to watch because it was executed so well. And there were so, I, I just solved it in my head, right? There, you didn't know anything. You didn't know what happened to the crew. You didn't know how so-and-so died, just trying to keep it under wraps in case of spoilers. Not that Thomas is going to watch this. Well, he's not going to listen to this, but whatever. But now that we have all those answers, and I love the way we found out all those answers, I thought... The flashbacks were well incorporated and spaced out in a way that kept you wanting more. Now it's just a show again, I guess. And it's not this interesting, exciting new thing. But again, still really good. I like what's going on with Mac. I like what's going on with Joe. I want Sachio to open his damn eyes, my boy. I miss Sachio. I like these kids. They need to give Joe a freaking break, man. He was like 19 or 20 when that happened. And he couldn't just raise orphans on himself after the death of a father figure. Like he was freaked out and afraid and was screamed at and told to leave. So he left. And now all the kids are like, you abandoned us. And yes, he was not being a responsible adult. But come on, cut the guy a break a little. And Sachi was just not cutting this guy a break. Uh, and his voice actor's so good. I melt every time he speaks. He's great. And now they're going to try and get him back into the ring. And I want him... I want him... To, I, you guys, if you haven't watched it, you don't know what I'm talking about. I want him to kill Mac before Mac kills his kid. I think Mac time is just going to go crazy and accidentally slaughter his five-year-old son. And every time they're on screen together, I am freaking out. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. What's going to happen? What are they going to do? Like, when's he going to snap? So I just need... I I like Mac. I don't necessarily want him to die, but I would rather him die before his son dies. The things you think about when you're watching Megalobox. And the OP is really good. The music, what's the guy's name? Mabuna. Doing fantastic with the OST for this show. Oh. It's really good, guys. And season one was really good. Again, predictable plot, but just a great story with great characters. You're rooting for everyone. And again, great story, great characters, rooting for every, for everyone, but really miss the more intriguing, darker, more like addictive kind of a pun there, if you've watched it, addictive sensation of the first, core, the first part of the season. Uh, but yeah, watch it, Thomas. Watch it, everyone. Also, who is watching Megalobox in the Discord? Is anyone watching Megalobox? I, no one's been commenting on it. I'm going to ask you guys that in the Discord. If you're not a part of our Discord, please go to AnimeDoublePlay.com. There will be a link in the menu on the header. We would love to have you to talk about Megalobox and a bunch of other things. So please join up. Um... Odd Taxi and 86 I'm going to talk about next, not together because they're very different shows, right? But they're kind of doing the same thing for me right now. I need something to happen in both those shows. 
86 has been spinning its wheels for the last three weeks. Oh, no, this is horrible. Oh, they hate us. We're going to die. We're going to die. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. And then it leaves off on a cliffhanger and you're like, okay, next week something's going to happen. And then it's more of the same and more of the same. Yes, the 86 are in a horrible position. Yes, they are destined to die. Yes, the odds are against them. Yes, the major can't do anything about it, even though she tries. It's been three episodes of that over and over again, except more people are dying. And, oh, this is great. I was thinking about this today. So, I don't care about anyone in 86 except the two main leads. I don't really know anyone. We didn't really get a chance to know anybody. And at this point, it's like, I don't care who these people are. We're going to this final fight, the 586 that are left. And I could only tell you one of their names. Two? What's her name? No, I can't even name that girl. I don't even know them. And I was thinking, well, they didn't have that much time. They didn't have a lot of episodes. Nah. Let's go to one of anime's golden standards in my mind, Angel Beats. Angel Beats has a huge cast with a lot of stuff going on. And at episode nine, I knew more about those characters. I knew their names. I cared about them way more than I do anybody in 86 right now. And yes, it's splitting its story between two settings and two people, but I still feel like they could have developed their cast. In the opening, they have that shot with all the dead people. And I only know Kaye and Daya. And I don't, not saying I need to know everyone, but even if I knew a handful of them, I don't even know the ones that are alive. It's Shin, it's the tall guy, it's uh, Theo, and then it's the purple-haired girl, and I know the short-haired girl's name. I just literally cannot think of it right now. But I don't know anything about them. And I'm not Thomas here. It's not, oh, I don't know anybody's name. I'm good with character names. It's just that these characters are not established enough in my mind for me to actually care about them. So I kind of wish that's something the show's lacking for me. And the counterpart example of that is Angel Beats in my head. So again, good episode. I'm expecting the major to just show up and fight with them or something. But something needs to happen. Something needs to start happening right now or else I'm going to start getting bored. And I really like this show and I don't want to get bored. Not to say I'm getting bored of Odd Taxi. And here's the segue. The last... Odd Taxi, they always put on an extra layer of something, more intrigue, more information, what's going on, how are we doing this? And it's cool, and it's fun, and it's interesting. But something needs to start happening soon. The ball needs to start rolling down the hill. We've been pushing it up for the last couple weeks. So, what's going to happen? We got a little action. We saved Kakihana. There was a cool car chase. Again, more and more layers of information and what's going to happen. But I need something to happen. I need someone to kill someone. I need to figure out where this high schooler is. What's going on with the guy in the mask? Is it actually the gotcha guy? I need some answers. I need some action. And not, it doesn't. it's not necessarily action. Like, I don't want Otokawa to go beat someone up because that would be very out of character. But I'm at the end of my rope where... Something's got to give. And it's got to give soon. It's been weeks and weeks of building intensity. And now I'm just at the, not again, not at the point of boredom, but I'm ready. And I think the show is ready for the drop. The bass has got to drop on this song soon. And I really need it. But 
Good episode, right? Kakihana hopefully won't be a dick anymore. Otakawa did a cool thing. We got rid of uh, Taichi, the hippo guy, Kabusawa, or Kabusawa, whatever his last name is. Dobu becomes a mentor, which is kind of hilarious. But Ogoriki goes to uh, Otokawa's house, and we realize there's been lies there, and it could be that they're, he's just thinking everyone's an animal. We gotta see. But we gotta see soon. I need, I need some plot to happen in this show. But I like it. There's nothing this season that I'm watching. Well, I don't watch shows I don't like, right? If I'm not into a show, I drop it. So everything I'm watching is either subpar to really good. Like, there's nothing I'm watching that's bad. Mashiro to Oto is on that line. But I'm watching it for the music. I'm not watching it for the plot. So putting that aside, because that's more of like me watching a concert series instead of me watching an anime. Um, everything's really good. Let's low go to the list. My hero. Uh, I, Thomas loves my hero. Why isn't he here? Um developments right and we didn't get to talk about last week anyway because we didn't i should be talking about two weeks worth of information uh yeah i guess nothing really happened megalobox it was just oh megalobox you got the crap beat out of him by crazy mac time and he's gonna kill his son um odd taxi last week was kind of the same and 86 last week was kind of the same just more, oh no, what's going to happen? Oh no, we're going to die. The, being an 86 is horrible. Like, let's go on. Let's, let's get with it, people. Um, my hero last week, Bakugo, screaming for Bakugo. And I'm not even a huge Bakugo fan. And I disagree with a lot of people, people, with a lot of characters in the show saying that Bakugo is this great character now. Everyone is praising Bakugo for doing the bare minimum, right? Like, oh, Bakugo thought of someone else. Bakugo is acting like a hero. He tried to save someone. The dude's in freaking hero school, right? I was rooting for him. I was I got really pumped when he helped Jiro, got her out of the way. I'll save you and, and you guys will save me and we'll work at a team as a team. Like that development was really cool. I was like, yes, Bakugo is a person now. But the people in the show are, oh, Bakugo has developed so much. When did he? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, guys, he is, he, he is like a C plus in humanity right now. Do not praise him. It's just going to go to his head even more. I think he's a really cool character. I think he's got so much more room to grow and thrive and become Vegeta. Like Vegeta, who's, you know, the rival to Goku, who has these kind of negative, evil tendencies, but at the end of the day, loves Bulma and loves his children and will stand for what's right. And I think Bakugo, I did not expect to make this comparison right now. I think Bakugo has Vegeta potential. He just needs to shut up and get the job done. And he definitely gets the job done, but he just needs to stop screaming and be a better person. But I'm pro Bakugo. I think I love the last episode. I thought it was really cool. Then there's this episode with some all for one, one for all intrigue. So I stopped reading the manga during this arc. 
we're officially where I do not know what's going on, which is interesting for me. So I'm paying more attention to the episodes. So Deku, my boy, is just going to have six more quirks now. Seems kind of crazy. He can barely handle one. And why is it going wonkadunk now out of all times? I guess it's just the time that has come, right? That's what uh, the predecessor of All Might says in the flashback, Shimura? Nana Shimura might be her name. I'm not sure. But she says, oh, I saw a vision and it's not my time yet. So this is obviously the time. But why is it the time? Why is it now? Why is it manifesting this way? It's a, it's a lot to take in. And Deku also yells a lot and kind of just needs to calm down. I think I'm still a little triggered from seeing the Kometsu no Yaiba movie with all the screaming and crying. Everyone needs to calm down. But it was a good episode. Ochako is my girl just jumping into the fray, taking control of the situation. Shinzo, do this! Grabs Deku, figures it out, and then the test just keeps going. So we gotta get through the test. I don't know who's gonna win this test, so it'll be interesting to see. But it was two good episodes. When My Hero is good, My Hero is good. I was, like, super fan. Oh, my God, I love My Hero in season two. I have not been like that since. Um, I want to get up to that those highs again, but the, I don't know. The overhaul arc was pretty good. Uh, the, the training camp in the forest, that was really fun. But I never got up to... I think I gave season two of My Hero an eight. I don't give nines and tens a lot, right? But I've been seven since. And I want, I want to watch an eight again. I want My Hero to be an eight again. But maybe my standards are high. We got to see. Um, speaking of... No, that's a bad transition. I'm going to change my mind. Let's talk about... No, I'm going to save the stuff that I usually can't talk about because Thomas isn't here for the end, even though I started with Megalobox. Uh, to you, the immortal, what a rough time my boy Gugu had the last two weeks. So he has a pit of alcohol in his stomach, and he's just being used, and everyone thought he was a monster, but he always kind of thought that he was just injured, and he, ha- he can make a living now, and he can work this job. But now he thinks he's a monster. And I think that's where, I think that perception change is important, um, because he's fine with living the way he is. And then once he finds out this fact about him and views himself as a monster, is when he can't deal with his current situations and tries to run away and make a change. He's just, like, such a cute little boy. I mean, obviously he's not cute. He literally scares uh, the daylights out of people. And that family was being so mean to him. And, man, it was sad. But at least he's well, right? March ends up dead. So at least Gugu's and, and exist. It's still sad, but at least he's an existing human. And we got a lot of development from... Fushi, this episode, he's trying to be an independent person, and he's realizing he needs a mom. He needs a dad. Both of his parents are literal children. We've got Mama March, and we've got Papa, well, I guess brothers, right? Brother Gugu, because in uh, the name of the last episode was Monster Brothers, and that's when he throws his human brother away, kind of, and he 
Fushi comes and saves him, even though he's scared of the forest, because, ooh, I almost just said a spoiler. Ooh, yes, Mary, with the save, he caught it. Because of that attack, I'm using air quotes, I can't name it yet. Um, because that attack in the forest, he's scared to go in, but he goes in to save Gugu, and Gugu sees that he's a monster, and he's living, and he's learning, and he's learning to be a human, and he's learning to love, and he's learning to cook, and all these other things, and why can't he? So that kind of camaraderie forms. And I just want to read this quote from not the most recent episode, but from the episode last week, when Gugu gets upset that Reen has a crush on Fushi, and how could anyone love me? I'm so ugly, blah, blah, blah. And this is what the old man says. The time you spend rejected is time well spent. It makes you a more cultivated human being. Embrace heartache and become a good man. Damn, right? That really hit me. Remember, this is the silent voice lady. She knows how to write touching, poignant stories. So think about all the times you've been depressed or you've just, you had such a bad day that you have to lay in your bed and do nothing all night, right? Those times where you are dealing with your emotions, as long as you come out the other side, it is time well spent. It makes you a well-rounded, more experienced human being. Embrace heartache and become a good man. So, God, I love anime. Like, so cool, right? To you, the immortal. I, I should pro. I'll put a poll in the Discord. I should probably fold and start calling it to your eternity because I think I'm confusing some people. But man, it's a good story. It's a good show. I can't wait for everyone to see what happens next. I love watching people watch, uh, to your eternity in the same way I loved watching people watch the first season of The Promised Neverland. It's. It's not even hipster, oh, I was into it before it was cool, I knew it first. It's just watching people fall in love with something I already love is so fun! And it's so cool, and A-plus all around. All right, that's you, the immortal. And then we've got three more, folks. Let's see what's next. I think I'm going to get Mashiroto Oto out of the way just because I am struggle-bussing with this show. I like it. It's a six. It, it's a six, but it's definitely better than the Koto anime. But I think I'm just more disappointed in it because I had no expectations for the Koto anime. And after the first couple episodes of the Shamisen anime, I was expecting it. I had hopes for it. I was like, wow, this is pretty good. The start was a good sp- start. But now it's just it's just an anime again, folks. We are in a competition. It's crazy. The, the same thing happens in Run to the Wind, and I talked about it in the Discord, and I'll talk about it right here. It's so stupid. A group of amateurs get together, and they work really, really hard, and they enter a competition, and they do incredible, okay? In Run with the Wind... Kansei ranks and scores and no spoilers, but they do a great thing. And in this, the Shamisen Club, which is 
one like pro level guy, one guy who kind of knows what's going on and three amateurs compete in this competition and come in third place. They get in third. I didn't even think they were going to score. Uh, would they, I was like cheering when they placed and their performance went really well and the animation was cool and like everyone, the reaction shots were a little corny. It was really funny though. And they're all depressed because they wanted to win. These people are so self-righteous and so spoiled. Can't you just appreciate and love a job well done? The twins in Run With The Wind are depressed and there's drama over the fact that they don't think they're going to win the Hakune Ekiden. Did you, do you have so much self-importance and so much arrogance that you can just start something and think you're going to be the best in the world at it, in the country at it, in the county at it? No. Just appreciate the fact that you did something incredible and amazing and like kind of insane. And the cast is depressed. Oh, where do we go from here? We only got third in this super high level, amazing competition where you should be nothing but proud of yourselves. I was so mad. And I, the, I was so mad because I started out so happy. And the show doesn't make me feel a lot because it's not that great. But when they came in third, they were going through, they started, I don't know, at like fifth or sixth place. And once they got like the third, second, and first, I was like, oh man, they did not rank. And they came in third and everyone's depressed. Oh, we have to do better next time. Just celebrate a little. Get, get, I know this show's a drama, but like get your own melodrama out of your head and just be happy. But... Can't win them all. Well, yeah, you can't win. Exactly, Mary. You can't win them all. Come on, Mashiro to Oto. Like, you did something amazing and all the characters were... Ugh, I was so bummed. But then now, so that's the team competition. And now we're going to start rolling into the individual competition where stakes are high because my boy Setsu has to find his sound. And the show's only one core. At least it hasn't been slated for a second season yet. So... I re- I'm only watching this show because of the main character. I really like Setsu. He's a unique guy. He doesn't want to compete. He's just like his grandfather. He was fine being an amazing shamisen player that no one had ever heard of. He doesn't want fame. He doesn't want all this stuff. And everyone's pushing him to be ambitious, to try and change the way he thinks about playing his instrument. I don't think there's a problem with him just playing the shamisen because he loves it and because he wants to be better at it and to respect his grandfather's memory. I'm a little nervous that they're pushing him into this crazy role, but I want to see him come out, maybe respecting competitions, maybe being willing to put himself out there and perform and to share his love instead of holding it to himself. But I hope he doesn't just become a shonen protagonist who wants to take the shamisen world by storm and be the best in the world. I hope he keeps his grounded kind of introverted nature, because I think that's the most interesting part of him. But I'll start, I will stop talking about a show no one is watching. Take that off my list. Oh, I did already. Let's talk about a show that I didn't even expect to continue watching, but this season has been fire. Guys, it is Fruits Basket time, and I could talk about it. Spoiler warning, I guess we finally get to the part. So this episode this week, not last week and this week, this week. Well, last week too. This part that's happening right now over the last two weeks is the part when 14-year-old Mary 
was like, OMG, this is crazy. This is fruits basket. What is going on? I've never, 14-year-old Mary had never seen anything like this before. All these plot points and threads coming together in this climactic, melodramatic, melodramatic, romantic, like everything's happening at the same time. It's like watching the climax of the Violet Evergarden movie. Everything happens all at the same time and you just don't know what to do because everything's going on. This is, this was my first time as a kid seeing a show like this and it happened. And I don't know if I should say because of spoilers, but like we find out Kyo's whole thing. We get the backstory on the hat. Akito's running around with a knife, just sta- stabbing people. Stabby stab you, Kareno. Stabby stab you, Toru. And then Tor, my favorite character, comes back, Cliff Coon. Toru falls off the cliff when I was in high school and Akito is chasing Toru with a knife and then she falls off a cliff. I was beside myself. I had never witnessed like the pinnacle of shoujo drama and Toru and Akito knife cliff is the pinnacle of shoujo drama. And they did it pretty good. It was really very, I mean, it's dramatic and violent and crazy, right? But it was really nostalgic for me to see, remembering where I was when I read that part, how... I felt when I read that part as a kid, seeing it, I misremembered a lot of it. For example, Akito does not chase Toru with a knife. She drops the knife pretty early on. She does not push Toru off the cliff. The cliff kind of just falls. I had this like horror movie scenario in my head for some reason. Akito's chasing Toru with a knife and then pushes her off a cliff. That is not what happens. But... That was the effect it had on 14-year-old Mary, just totally crazy. It was good. Kyo is such a dude. I love him. Yuki giving them, Yuki being so responsible and kind-hearted and just doing everything right. And man, why why wasn't seasons one and two, season three? Why couldn't they keep, this pay- I mean, I guess you have to lay the foundation for everything. Season three is only this good because season one and season two did their job, I guess you could say. But man, Fruits Basket, it's a weird show. It's a crazy show. And there's four more episodes left. And I, I know what's left. I know what has yet to be adapted. I know what needs to be done. And I, I can't wait to watch it. And I can't wait to go back, back and watch it in English because I watched the original anime as a kid in English and they got the original English voice cast to dub it in English again. And I want to see the characters that I know from when I'm a kid go through these things with their voices. So very, very well done Fruits Basket. Very good OP. Great opening song. Great ED. I almost cried the first time I saw the ED because it was original art from the mangaka about how it just seeing everyone again in the art style. Fruits Basket, guys. Never thought I'd say it. It's good. And it is it is shoujo trash. It is drama. It's a soap opera now. It's a soap opera. But it's a great soap opera. So A plus Fruits Basket. I'm getting very hungry. Did you, like... You didn't, I stopped speaking because my stomach growled. I ordered dinner. I cannot wait 
It's going to be ready 6.55. It's 6.32 right now. That's how much time I have to finish the podcast. Um, So this is something I have not talked about on the pod yet. Um, I started watching a new seasonal show, which is weird. Because who picks up an anime seven episodes into the season? But I did it. I was really tired last Wednesday. I finished work, and I literally fell asleep on the ground in my den. I was just crazy. And I had wedding stuff I had to do. I was like, let me just put something on. I was putting pictures into picture frames. Super easy. You can read subtitles and do that. So I was like, let me watch something that I can kind of pay attention to just to have on. And there's this show that's kind of been... I've seen it. I mean, I haven't seen it. I have seen it now. But I had seen advertisements for it. I was like, okay, maybe I'll give it a try. Let's see what's going on. And this is going to kind of be my topic for the week, talking about this show. Um, I caught up in Higehiro, uh, which is a crazy show. The whole title is like Higehiro. After I got rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway, I think is the title of the show. Why I was interested in this show... I don't know. Maybe I'm traumatized from Usagi Drop? I don't know. But it's about... I heard that it was wholesome. And I wanted to watch something that would make me feel good. But this show does not make me feel good. Not that it makes me feel bad, but this show is like effing crack cocaine, people. It is the most addicting shit you've ever seen. Because... And it is wholesome. It's this guy. He's 26. He's walking home from work. He sees this girl on the side of the road. Hey, it's late. You should go home. I ran away. I don't have anywhere to go. Well, you can't. What are you going to do for the night? You can't stay out on the street tonight. She said, I'll have to if I need to. I don't have anywhere to go. And he's like, well, I can't let you stay. You're 17. It's dangerous. I can't let you just stay out on the road. And she says, Will you, if, if you let me stay with you, you can have sex with me. 17-year-old, 26-year-old. It's an anime. You know what's going to happen. He says, no, you can stay with me for free. And the whole show is, you find out why she's run away. We actually just found out this week why she's run away. But it's this 26-year-old guy and this 17-year-old high school runaway living together really, really riding this line of taking care of each other, but will they fuck? Like, oh, wow, Every, all of her advances, you're like, don't do it, Yoshida, don't do it, don't become a pedophile. And you're just watching with your hands over your face, but your hands are like, your fingers are spread out so you can still see through. Like, will they do it? The will they, won't they game is... So addictive. Like every time she's like, I thank you for letting me stay. I really and she's a really sweet girl. She's in a bad situation. Her family sucks. Like she's doing her best and she just she's been sleeping around to find a place to live while she's run away. And she's just like, please let me do this for you. Like, I do not mind. You can have sex with me. And the guy is just like, no, you need higher standards. You need to respect yourself more. You need to take care of yourself. You need to love yourself before you can give yourself to other people. And he's just the nicest dude. And she's nice, but just she's all messed up. But the whole time you're just like, are they going to do it? And the they, they start like, it's, it is like watching a train wreck. 
and I'm not, this is not the greatest ad for this show. The animation's not great. It's a harem. All the women in the show are in love with the guy, and he's just a dude, and it's weird. I, honestly, some scenes when the other, like his coworkers were hitting on him, I fast forward. The only thing I'm into, and I'm not into it, that's gross. The only thing I'm interested in right now is the dynamic between Sayu, who's the girl, and Yoshida, who's the guy. What's going to happen? What are they going to do? Will will they fuck? Will I be sad? I don't even know. But it's just like, it is almost so illegal, but it's not illegal yet. So it must be fine. It's this crazy paradox of just what's going to happen? What are they going to do? It's really insane. And yeah, I watched eight episodes in two days. It's addicting. Every time they brush hands or they trip and he's like yo 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 be careful and she's like right sorry and then even when they have wholesome moments of just being two people that care about each other not romantically in the back of your mind you're like oh they're gonna they're gonna do it they're gonna do it and I just don't know all right I had to stop recording for a hot second one of my friends texted me hey did so-and-so's dad die and I was like what and I had to check but uh he didn't. So, yikes, that was really scary for two seconds. I feel bad that my instinct was to go to Instagram because I knew she would post about it, but it was one of her neighbors. Whew, that, that would have been a downer. I would have probably had to do some things, but uh, I guess someone's dad died, but it was not hers. So, everything's fine. <laughs> But yeah, Higa Hero, if you're into, if you're in the mood for just some random, crazy shoujo trash shit, it's shoujo trash. It's just, this is an amazing, amazing shoujo trash show. Let me read what I wrote in the Discord for shoujo trash. I wrote, Instead of being a functional human today, I caught up in Higa Hero. Damn, this is right on the cusp of being everything horrible. It is just so close to being so wrong, but it's not. And hanging off that cliff is exhilarating and I'm probably going to hell. <sighs> uh, but yeah, that's Higehiro. It's not great. Like the opening's bad. The ED's got it kind of bad. Um, it's just all fine. And that's everything I'm watching. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm watching eight shows at the end of the season. Pretty cool. I got to... I didn't really prepare a topic. I thought I'd talk about Higehiro, which I did, but not... I mean, I guess i talk about it more, but that's really it. There's not a lot in that show. Um, I don't want to talk about Final Fantasy VIII because that would make me sad. Mm, there were some points I wanted to continue to bring up about... Um, Run with the wind, some like personal points about how the show affected me. And I felt weird saying in front of Thomas, but I feel like the moment has passed and I should just hold these feelings inside and die one day. So I'll probably just not talk about that. I did catch up in Berserk. I read 160 chapters of Berserk in three days. I didn't really, I mentioned it last time on the pod. I didn't really get to talk about it in depth. I know some people are reading it, so I don't want to talk about it in depth, but it is it's very cool. It's good storytelling. It's odd to me. It is a weird show because 
It is so gruesome. It depicts one of the most disgusting, horrific acts I've ever seen in media. Like it is, it is devil may cry baby levels of sex and gore and just grotesque nature. But it also has some of the most tender moments I've ever seen. Some of the calmest and most hopeful and most loving and personable, personable, personal rip personal moments I've ever seen in a manga and I think it's able to have those moments because of the contrast with all the rape and the profanity like what I I can't say what happens to someone in this show is one of the worst things that can happen to any human being and it is disgusting to see and that's the point you never feel like you're reading berserk and it's violent just to be violent or it's sexual just to be sexual there's always something there and the contrast between those horrific moments and guts putting Shirke's hat back on or gus guts gus his name's gus now or guts saying, I never thought I'd sleep a peaceful night again or watch the sunset and it's really beautiful. Or just the way the characters look at each other and they've gone through so much and they just, they speak with their eyes, you know. Berserk was able to bottle this weird paradox of emotions into this beautiful thing. And it's, who knows what's going to happen to it now. Catching up in it was really, was really fun. Obviously, I was having a blast. I read so much of it in so short of time. I read 100 chapters one day, and then I read 30 chapters the next, and then 30 chapters the day after that. But I can't stress enough those tender, beautiful moments in Berserk are really what make it shine. The, the violence is great. The action's great. Guts is so freaking cool. The magic system's cool. Serpico's, Serpico? Yeah, Serpico's cool. Everyone's cool in this show. And it's action and it's great. And it, But it's those small character moments that make Berserk what Berserk is, in my, in my mind. And it's sad that it's over, question mark. And not necessarily that it's over. It will be continued. It might be continued, but it is sad that it is over for the author. You would have loved, I would have loved to see his original vision come to life. And maybe he wrote it down somewhere. Maybe he had it storyboarded out and gave it to his assistants, but it won't be the same. And uh, that's a bummer. But it was a, it was a, it was a joy reading Berserk and I had stopped reading it because I wanted to read the physical volumes and I started reading it on my phone. I was like, oh, this sucks because the art is so good. I posted a lot in the manga zone, but I ended up reading it on my laptop, which had a bigger screen. I could zoom in more easily. So I, I was still able to appreciate the art as best I could, in, at least I think. So yeah, Berserk's, it was really wonderful. And it's sad now, but we'll see. We will, we will see. But, okay, I think, I mean, I could keep babbling and talking about stuff, but I don't want to just babble for the sake of babbling, right? I want to give you guys good content instead of just us, me talking about nothing. So I will call it here. But for 47 minutes, by the time I, I babble, so by the time I intro out, I'll probably be at 50. That's pretty good. Uh, watch Shoujo Trash. Love Shoujo Trash. Fruits Basket. 
Higehiro. Oh, oh, I wanted to do this thing with Thomas. I'll do it next time we're on. I'll spoil it for you guys. Uh, we didn't get to do anything for our birthday on the podcast. So I found a list of all, um, a lot of anime characters that have their birthday that share the same birthday as us, May 27th. So I want to go through and just read them to Thomas and just hear his reactions or react to the character or whatever. Because um, Ko Mabuchi shares a birthday with me. And he is the dude from Our Harder Ride. And we were talking about Shoujo Trash, so I just wanted to bring that up. I love that man so much. Uh, but Thomas and I actually have a pretty good topic planned for next week. And then that's going to be my last pod for the foreseeable future. Technically, my last podcast as an AWOD. Crazy. We got to see. I got to look at the calendar again. But I hope you enjoyed the... Uh, Mary Lollapalooza, whatever this was. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope the weather gets better where you are and you can go out and enjoy some fresh air and get some exercise and some sun. Summer, it's on its way, including the summer season we will be seeing soon. Uh, including the last episode of Wonder Egg Priority, dot, 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 question mark. I gotta re-look up when that comes out. I would love to watch that before I take my break so we could talk about it. But... Um, per usual, thank you so much. It's always awesome talking anime with my brother, with you guys, with myself. And hopefully I will talk to you next week. If we're not doing a podcast next week, I might be doing one on my own again. Who knows? But we'll see. Best wishes. Talk to you later. Let's go